Welcome, everyone, to Level 258. This is our live show. Thank you for joining us. I am Big Al, and with me this week, I have Kush Moose. Hello. I'm here. Um, hi. How hi. are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, okay. Good. I, I'm, and, which, uh, how you been? Uh, uh, good. Oh, what you have for dinner? Um, leftover Fourth of July food. No, isn't that the way? This is the way. Uh, the way. <laughs> Don't get sick of them burgers. Uh, above you is X the Hero. Hello. Hi X. What did you have for lunch? Uh, what did I have for lunch? I. Pan fried up some sausage, not dog food, but you know, human food. Sausage and, with uh, red sauce, fried. and uh, then I mixed in some hot sauce, and then I regretted it, but it was tasty. Oh, not that sriracha stuff. That's like a hundred dollars a bottle. Now. Yeah, it's like gold. It's like liquid gold, and it's it's not <laughs> spicy. So you know, don't know why. No uh, sriracha. In you're saying house. that's not spicy? Oh my gosh, your palate is something. It very well might be broken. Diagonally to X's left, if you're watching live, is Clean Shaven Wild West 08. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, and I'm very grateful that you didn't say that I was below you. <laughs> I was just saying, if he says above <laughs> Koosh is X, then I was like, please don't say that I'm below me. <laughs> um, Age one more after dark, everybody. <laughs> Lucas, what's up, dude? You're like Mr. Milestone. Thanks for joining us. How was everyone's fourth? Um, everyone's got all ten fingers and toes and everything. Yeah, I will never do any of that stuff, but all my neighbors did, so that's good enough. Well, being out here in Texas, we were uh, blowing crap up for the last few days. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like it started yeah. on Saturday and then continued on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. Uh, yeah, but there was a, a nice fireworks here. There was a nice show at the park up the street from me, so oh, the nice. apartment building was going up on the roof to get a line of sight, which is cool, except then it's like really unsettling hearing footsteps on your roof where there should be no footsteps. Yeah, they went till about midnight. It wasn't too bad over here, but I heard some places it was like 2, 3 a.m. And It's a work night. It's a work night. We got kids. Uh, we got dogs. <laughs> yeah, my dogs didn't like it, but we always let my daughters choose a couple fireworks each, so we shot them off and had some fun. And yeah, Shot the dogs off? Yep, shot that the dogs off. That is what you just implied. Harsh. Yikes. That is harsh. <laughs> Like, so I put a firecracker in the dark <laughs> spot. Yeah, yeah. Roman candle. Settle down, <laughs> beavers. Oh, sorry. Sorry for that. <laughs> um, question of the week. It was last minute, so we have some answers, and anybody on the Twitch feels like chiming in, feel free, and maybe we'll read your answer. Some Wild of them came are up actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're okay. We totally read them in advance this time. Definitely. <laughs> totally. 
Wild West, you want to read it? Yeah, I wanted... This is, a, this is such a banger of a question. Well, I wanted to come up with a good question, but then you're like, well, we can't go in depth because it's so short. So I said, all right, well, with a year half over, what 2023 Xboxes, Xbox releases are you looking forward to? And then X the Hero wrote on the on the sheet five minutes ago because he thought he might forget his answer somehow. Well, am, I, you, am I going to go first? Should I don't he know not what, answer yeah, his own yeah, question? Yeah, you wrote your name first. No. Okay, oh. I'll answer your um, question I don't think before he, you answer I don't think, your I don't question. Think, no, he, his answer is yeah, last because it's going to be the best one. He always puts me last. <laughs> okay, solid. Um, so, we already know what it's going to be. Red Dead Redemption 14. For me? No. no 14, no. no for not uh, you. So anyway, my answer, uh, Armored Core 6, because giant friggin' oh. robots. Who doesn't like giant friggin' robots? Um, that was my mm. jam back when I was a kid. I don't remember which one I had on the original xbox and i haven't played one since two three maybe um so i'm looking forward to getting back into that series and then assassin's creed mirage because it's a return to classic assassin's creed um i don't know i liked origins and odyssey and i've just had a really hard time getting into valhalla it's just too big it's just a lot of quantity over quality i think so i'm glad they're scaling this one down and it's it's going to be assassin's creed again not assassin's adventure and then uh persona 5 tactica uh i'm not going to play it if i'm being honest but i'm just <laughs> like excited and happy on a base fundamental level that we are getting a new persona game on xbox on launch day and not five years after playstation and switch get it so I think that is cool. That is a step in the right direction. Atlas seem to be team Xbox lately all of a sudden, and I'm all for it. So I'm excited for the people who are excited for that. Okay, so you're excited for the people that are excited who are excited. I understand. Pretty much, you know. Oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so, uh, wet stack. Still Starfield. What what did she say? What did Still she say? Starfield. 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 Okay. Do we do we think Starfield's actually coming out this year? It's got to. Yeah, I don't see any way that at this don't. point, right? Is it September? It so has we're two to. months out. It has to. It's it, gonna get railed if it doesn't. I mean, we're gonna be playing like an early beta version when it comes out, but I I do think it will come out. Really. Oh, I don't know. You'd think at Is this point... Is that just every game nowadays? Well, yeah, and then Bethesda on top of that. You'd think they would have learned their lesson at this point. And, Everyone. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for it, but I'm definitely waiting. Just, I feel like launch month isn't going to go very well. But I agree, I'm still excited for that one as well. And, uh... Was, was Lander Joe. No, West Lander Joe. Um, didn't actually answer the question. So uh, I've been <laughs> bean diving and found a few gems in the Arthur collection. Course. But by far, I've had the most fun with Earthlock recently. It's been too long since I've been able to really dive into a great turn-based RPG. So this was a very welcome surprise. That's wonderful. What Xbox release are you looking forward to, my <laughs> Hold guy? on, hold on, hold yeah. on. His defense, Matrix kind of switched gears <laughs> and said, if it's okay, I'd like to put in an exception for Westlander Joe and other people uh, that aren't looking forward to things and have played things. 
And then I graciously right. said, I'll allow um, it. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but Earthlock came out, like, not in 2023. Yeah, that was, like, a uh, Games with Gold, like, 2015, 16. Ago. And then they re-released it, like, a year later. Yeah, they did a definitive edition. I don't, yeah, edition. I don't recall what the... Yeah, I, I don't recall what the difference is, other than just yeah. they probably fix some bugs or something or another. So, yeah, good answer. Quality of life. Answer. That was not a good answer, but we still love you. <laughs> Where is that guy? All right, fine. Well, going backwards, I'll read uh, <laughs> Michelle's answer. <laughs> Would it be okay if someone isn't really looking forward to something, uh, you know, that if they share a game that played they played that really surprised them in the first half of the year? Just saying Citizen Sleeper was great. More people should experience it if they're looking for stuff with a great narrative. All right. We'll allow it. We'll allow it because it came out in the well, first half of 2023? I mean, it came out in 2022. But sure, we'll still allow it. And, All right, close um, enough. She played it in 2023, so that's fine. Yeah. But I imagine at the end of the year, we'll talk about all the games we played in 2023. So That came out in, you know, 2017. All of them. Every single one. All of them. Every game ever. <laughs> Ten-hour show. <laughs> yes, like a uh, photo dog game. Unless we get that Micro Machines guy who's dead. Skeptical Mario says, I'm looking forward to the Vayner leaderboard having 150 games on it. Does that count? I mean, yes. Mario is definitely one of our prized Metroidvania leaderboard people. And we have many, at least 20. I feel like that's that room a is cool, like very niche reason to look forward to a game release. Just because it's a genre I like. I don't. I don't want to say you don't care about yeah. the game itself, but like I'm excited for this genre to come out. That's cool. I like that. I respect that. Um, I mean, knowing Mario, he's actually pretty choosy about the games he plays and puts on his tag, so he'll make sure it's a good one. For sure. And Vulgar Latin says, not really. It's your Debbie Downer noise. There's so much that I have that I would still like to play that I can't really get hyped for new hotness. Only way to never be disappointed in a new release is to never get hyped for a new release. All right, well, I totally get having so much to play already that that you don't even look towards the future because you're not going to pay full price for anything anyway. You get to it when you get to it. Yep, I feel that. With oh, very some, few exceptions, oh, I see you in the chat, Vulgar. Street Fighter Six is already game of the year. I don't know if it's game of the year, but it's pretty damn good i talked about that already so i won't do it again but yeah i think kush kush has already said what's, I mean, that's... what's uh game of the year already <laughs> oh uh benedict fox uh, no <laughs> it should have oh, been oh, it should have oh, been a lot of game right the lana game. <laughs> right i'm allowed to change my mind Five minutes after I say something, just so you know. Oh, that's a good one. Well, one month it's Hi-Fi Rush or whatever it's called, and the next month it's Star Wars, and the next month it's Planet O. <laughs> so, just... Having my memory is a gift. <laughs> like, I don't have to remember the things I've said. I just <laughs> talk. You know what? My homeboy, Ralph Waldo Emerson, 
once said, I don't remember the exact quote, but if you think something today and then you think the exact opposite tomorrow, that's fine. And if people judge you for it, you don't really need them in your life anyway. So you change your mind all you want. All right. Well, if anyone cared about my answer, which I doubt. We don't. Nobody does. Probably going to be an answer that surprises you. Because this might be a Nate type of a game, but it looks cool to me. Hmm. And it is Lies of P. Hmm. Now, really? when they first showed the trailer, I was like, eh. But uh, there's an extended gameplay that I watched. And the only thing that scares me a little is they describe it as a Souls-like. Yeah. And I never played a Souls game. But the aesthetic reminds me of Alice Madness Returns. And it just looks really cool. So if the difficulty is not too punishing, I think I'm going to give this one a go. I believe it's Game Pass. I think I saw it up on the yep. homepage where you could preload it or pre-install it, get it ready. And it just looks cool. I like Pinocchio. I love... Uh, it's actually my favorite Disney movie. It's old and classic. I never would have guessed that. For sure. In a million years, I never would have said lies be. No, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that oh. one. I could have gotten through the list of every game, and that would have been top three well, to scratch Well, there's nothing off. really else that's really uh, an L game. You're going to see a lot of Assassin's Creed Mirage. That was not never really my thing. Isn't there another Bomberman coming out? You like Bomberman, because you're Bomber old. Bomberman? <laughs> <laughs> If I want to play Bomberman, I'll load up my Super Nintendo thing. Is that an age thing? You just get over a certain age? Oh, uh, yeah, you got to like Bomberman. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to like Bomberman. <laughs> yes, that's the game that you choose. <laughs> How do we have that's a new Bomberman, so, though? What hasn't been done already? <sighs> uh, he doesn't so jump. X. We give him a jump, right? <laughs> Was Valhalla the last Assassin's Creed game? That is the, the most, most recent? recent one to come out, yeah. Back in 2020, it's out? been... Three years in between releases. All right. I think that's fair. I feel like there's so many and I can't keep them straight that I just avoid the whole series. Just one of those. As a big fan of the series, it did get a little uh, tedious, I guess. Um, Just with the annual releases. Overkill? Yeah, I'll stick with tedious. I thought they were all good for the most part um, because they had different teams working on them. But yeah, I don't know. It just gets to the point where like, not every game, no game actually needs to be an annual release. Yeah. So I'm glad they took a break. They churned out DLC. Mm. Most of it was well-received, um, season pass drama aside. But, yeah, I'm glad they took a break. Yeah, you would have thought they would have learned their lesson, but now they're just pumping them out again. So we'll see. Yeah, what did they just announce the other day? There's 11 Assassin's Creed games yeah. in active development right now. Or some what? obscene number. Like, I think it was 11. I'm not <laughs> rounding up like it's only no. six. We'll say, I think it's 11. Well, they have one, like, Mirage that's, like, their kind of slower, like, more encased map. And then they have, I think, if I remember right, it's Hex is their next big one. Hex is the next open world. Open world and one, then yeah. there's Red. Red, which, which is, is online. No, Infinity no? Infinite is online. Oh, okay, the that's right. one, I think, right? Yeah, I think yeah, mobile doesn't count, though. <laughs> I think that's well, the samurai one, if I remember right, because everyone's been clamoring for uh, like a Japanese assassin's <laughs> But yeah, anyways, yeah, they're just they're pumping them out. 
too fast again. Yeah, you're right. Red's Japan, and then there's Jade, which is set in China. I think Jade's the mobile is one. Jade, okay. Yeah, it's very descriptive with the you know color code names. <laughs> And then there's supposedly a Black Flag remake, just what everyone wanted for uh, some I, reason. I'm, I am down for that. I would be down for I that. Mean, I'm that down for excited. it, too. It's just totally unnecessary. I'm, I'm totally going to play it, but... I'm totally going to get that. Yeah, Black Flag is probably my favorite. I just want the, the shanties. Really? If they just had a, a game of shanties, that would be awesome. <laughs> it's I called sail around Bones. Have no, it's never happening. <laughs> no, never imagine, imagine if they include the Black Flag remake with Skull and Bones, no, just man. as a desperate attempt to get people to buy Skull and Bones. That would be so that's, sad. That's why they're delaying yeah. it. They're trying to get Black Flag mm-hmm. up. All right. And then after that, Wild there's West? still five other oh. games in active development that we don't know about. All right, Wild West. It's not your turn. It is Kusha's turn. Oh, oh so yeah, wait a minute. It's a fake out. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, was, I was just a fake out, yeah. You just loosing them. All right. I'm, it's Fufu style. <laughs> Scarabase eh? says uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. He loved Hollow Knight, so more can't be a bad thing. When when is that? When has more mm-hmm. ever been bad enough? You know? So Never. I agree. I, I'm looking forward to it. Only Mountain Dew. Hmm. Roots of Pacha, 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 basically a Stone Age Stardew Valley, really fun, I'm happy you're happy, Starfield, self-explanatory, yeah, I am surprised that I'm a little excited about Starfield, and I will probably install it and try it, Uh, and lastly, uh, Cyberpunk DLC, he completed the base game twice because he liked it that much, Uh, he thought it was excellent, looking forward to returning Cool. Wow. Actually, you like Cyberpunk. Uh, what do I you was, think about I this? was going to chime in. Yeah, I feel like I was one of the very few people that I, ha- I had no issues. None. My game crashed one time, like 30 hours in. I, pl- I think it took me like 52 hours to get the full 1,000 gamer score, clear everything. No issues. I had a blast with it. I am also very much looking forward to the DLC um, and the reports and... You know, whatnot indicate that it's like they've just revamped the entire game. Like it might as well yeah. be Cyberpunk 2, uh, you know, a demo version with how entirely different, like fundamental gameplay systems are. So it seems like, uh, you know, CDPR, they've been full damage control for the past three years, just trying to trying to make it right. And I don't know if it will be enough, but. I'm looking forward to seeing what they got. All the changes I've read about seem like they are good changes for the gameplay loop. So if they can pull me back in and have a compelling story, I'm I'm right there with you, Scott or V. See, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Hmm. Mm. Moving on, Hawkeye. I won Hades Barry, <clears throat> but we'll never play it. Says Assassin's Creed Mirage. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye, we just Ooh, we should about. talk oh. about Assassin's Creed. We haven't done that in a while. <laughs> we haven't done that for thank good, you for, like five minutes. Thank you for going into depth about that pick, uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> All right, and if we're ready to move on after that in-depth discussion, Mighty Mango that was says a great Smart discussion. Moves, <laughs> Mighty Mango <laughs> says Smart Moves Three or Butterfly Three. To be fair, we did ask a, a simple question with simple answers. So for uh, simple we are people, simple people. <laughs> 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 I'm just a caveman lawyer. 
but <laughs> but here's the thing: Mango would love, would actually like those games. Yeah, he, he yeah games. he actually would. Yeah. Now now the question <laughs> is though: Would they have six thousand or nine thousand uh, gamer mm. score mm. if they're the third? Well, you have to do three cubes. Yeah, mm. I'm confused. It's, it's nine nine thousand. No. Yeah. Um, 27,000. What, what gameplay mechanics would they add to Butterfly? Did they add any mechanics between Butterfly <laughs> and Butterfly 2? Zero. None? There was no Didn't like, Butterfly 2 come out like two weeks after Butterfly 1? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a very short gestation period. So uh, uh, <laughs> I think they probably just cut some levels off Butterfly 1 and released it as Butterfly 2. They added some purple. How dare what you? They added, what they added is you could just pause the game and then you get the achievement. You don't even have to beat the level. And oh, jeez. That was one of those. When ones. I saw that, it actually annoyed me. Yeah, I was like, I like kind of like Butterfly. For what it's worth, actually, Smart Moves was one of the last uh, easy point games that I played, and uh, obvious cheese Oof. aside for the achievements, yeah. that one actually had potential to be a good puzzler, but no one yeah. ever actually played it. Right. I played the first level like twenty times. Um, sure, we games, played the no first level a whole lot. <laughs> Speaking of, no- Speaking of games no one wants to play. I will keep going and talk about my answer then. Uh, oh, damn. <laughs> my answer that no one wants to hear. I'm glad so I asked. To the yeah. burn. <laughs> we keep forgetting him. Oh, he I- told me he, he did lots of research. I, I did lots of research, uh, and I will promptly change my answer uh, by the end of the show. Yes. Uh, I okay. came up with two <laughs> that I'm pretty excited about that are smaller because I was very excited about some things that came out in the first half. Uh, and, and so I'm coming up with Replaced. Uh, now I was talking about this um, last year. Was really looking forward to it. I think it got delayed. Um, this is uh, you know it's an indie title. It's a smaller release. Uh, looks like some pretty cool combat. Pretty cool things that they're doing with like eight bit ish graphics or sixteen bit graphics. I don't know. They're cool and they don't look super new. They look awesome. Uh, and then the Plucky Squire. Uh, very excited for this indie game where it changes. Um, it's, it's almost like you're playing uh, uh, Link to the Past. Uh, you know, Zelda Link to the Past, where you're you're 2D. You then move to uh, uh, you know another like a 3D surface, and then there's uh, like a, a third person view uh, in a full 3D environment. It looks awesome. Uh, just I'm really excited by that and the potential that it has. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll probably change my answer here in five minutes. So Wild West, why don't you cut me off? Start a countdown, somebody, please. <laughs> All right, uh, Icefire says Alan Wake two. Uh, Never heard of it. I am excited for it. I have pre-ordered it, and I am all in on the Remedy World universe, so I'm excited for it. I feel like if there's any one developer that you can kind of count on to not have a total bug fest on day one, Remedy probably Remedy's kind of our last hope, right? (laughs) Yeah, because we were like, oh, you know, CD Projekt can't do anything, and then they just messed up Cyberpunk, and oh. Yeah, they definitely. I don't know. So, I would agree with that. Did they change? Did they change the Duracell for this one? Uh, I think it's the nice. Duracell Ultra now. No. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not Amazon Basics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Heizo uh, says, if we're counting re-releases, the upcoming Metal Gear Solid Collection, hands down. Grew up with the first and was bummed only PlayStation got it in the HD collection. For new releases, there isn't really anything that stands out, so I'll say Moving Out 2. Just a fun, casual game that will be fun to play again. All right, change my answer. uh, (laughs) 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 We didn't even need that timer. All right, who owes me 10 bucks for that? I'm with you. 
I'm with you on on both of those. I the only Metal Gear Solid I ever played was uh, the one on PSP. Oddly enough, where I was one of four people who owned it, and uh, I never played any of the the core games. And then the new ones wow. are just sort of too big. So I I think I will take this opportunity to finally explore. It's the first three games I think, right? So I think I'll I'll yes. dive in there. I have a question for you, X. It's important. Okay. Do you like popcorn? Actually, you will be eating a lot of popcorn. popcorn watching all the cutscenes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah. Although we won't be eating popcorn. I was wondering where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm. It's just, up to. it's just known to be uh, a game that you watch or a series. Is that the old ones though? Because I know Metal Gear Solid Four yes. was the one where like the PlayStation Threes were it, turning oh, off, um, like they were going into rest mode during the cutscenes. Oh yeah. So. I think all of them. <laughs> Probably. And then moving out to uh, Kelsey and I had a blast with the first one. We would do the levels as best we could uh, as intended. And then we would turn on the accessibility options to wrap up everything. Um, and it looks like they have even more handy accessibility options in the second one. Say what you will about them affecting achievements, but they definitely make gaming more fun for me and my non-gaming wife. So I'm all for it. Great picks, Ahizo. Hey, it's the X seal of approval. It's the X seal of approval. <laughs> X gon' give it to you. And uh, lastly, for our patrons, we have Chewy. So generally speaking, I don't get hyped about things releasing imminently because I never buy or play them anywhere close to release. Having said that, I'm eager to see how Alan Wake 2 and the supposed return to Roots, Assassin's Creed, Mirage turn out. So I think things we've covered, I am also excited for Assassin's Creed Mirage. I think they've gotten too big, even though Origins and Odyssey were very good, and they needed a little refresh. I'm excited. I haven't touched Valhalla yet, but I know it's a big grind fest. Uh, and, uh, but Mirage looks like it's supposedly back to about a 20-hour storyline and about a 40- to 50-hour completion. It's kind of what they've hinted at, so hopefully that's what it is. And, and it's, a, it's a $50 release, too, so I think they're really... Yeah driving home the point even uh, you know it's going to go on sale for 25 in a week anyway but they're saying like hey this is a smaller game like i think the price yeah. tag metal gear backs them up on that yeah i hope so i hope so i, I don't think i'll pre-order it because i like to play my assassin's Creed games in order i need to play valhalla but i definitely will looking forward to to this one and hopefully it'll come out well oh uh alan wake 2 again i've, I've uh, talked about that I, i'm looking forward to that uh for newer games i'm looking forward to clockwork revolution uh, i'm a huge bioshock fan so i'm excited to see kind of that atmosphere there uh and then the the big one starfield uh i'm as Fufu uh, Fufu said the other time i got the controller i got the collector's edition i'm excited for it uh gonna take some time off from work hopefully and just play it as best as i can um, I'm excited. I'm excited for all. I, I liked the ship flying. I liked the, all everything I saw at the the showcase. I'm excited for. So I hope that I really hope that they knock it out of the park with this one and give us a, a good exclusive for for Xbox. Absolutely. Not to retread the Bethesda games or buggy messes, but I feel like I feel like Team Xbox needs a win. Yeah. And I'm really hoping Starfield's going to be that win. My and hopes I, are not. And very I think Bethesda high, needs but... a win too. So. They yeah. kind of released some, you know, Fallout 4 was pretty buggy on release. So they, they need a, 
a, a good good thing. And I, I hope you know they they should have had enough time to do it too. I mean, I feel like Starfield's been. I remember when they announced that initially. What was it like eight years ago? Ten years ago? Who knows what it was? But it's a lot. I remember watching that E3 was it conference. Or 2015, I think yeah. it was, eight years ago, 2015, yeah. I remember seeing that. It was just kind of like what they did with Elder Scrolls. They just kind of showed the you know brief little stars, and then they showed the name of the game, and that was about it. Uh, yep, that's it. Hey, we're working on this game. <laughs> it's in space. It's Bethesda. Yeah. So. I'm a little surprised at the, the mentions of Mirage. I think that's our clear winner. I, I mean, I, I, I talk with people outside, you know, just here and, and local, and there are a lot of Assassin's Creed fans, but a lot of them are like, man, these games are just getting too big now, and it's hard to, to really get into them. So I think, you know, kind of going back to their roots of the original stuff is going to work wonders for them. I'm down because I haven't started any of the bigger ones, uh, except for <laughs> when they've been part of Game Pass Quest. Um, <laughs> you don't like them because they're too big. <laughs> I, well, I play them on the cloud, so I don't have to download them uh, just to get my, my oh. 250 points or whatever. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I haven't started them yet because they're you know I'm, I want to play just like you, Wild West. I want to play them in order, and I'm still on um, uh, the one with what's her face in the Bayou. <laughs> if I if I'm talking about completion, China. So no, no, the yes. Bayous of China. <laughs> Chinese Bayous. <laughs> Chinese bias. Those ones you hear about in the news all the time. Yeah. I guess we know what Jade is. Way to go, Al. You spilled it. Liberations is the name you're looking for. Yes, Liberation. I played it on the uh, PSP. I was was close. I played on the PSP. Shoot, you were were one of the other few people that had a PSP. I was the guy. Yes. Well, here's two of us right here, my guy. Oh, sweet. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, We need to disperse uh, because, you know... Just like you can't know, come the, into the, cl- the that close you can't have the president, the vice president in the same plane. So uh, there you go. What was Sony thinking? But I think they got a good lineup for the rest of the year, and then we'll see what they they take us in the future. And no mentions of Forza. Can I, just, can I just rant about Forza for half a second on a personal level? I Only was... if you want mental to make them <laughs> mad face. But go ahead. I was all in Forza Motorsport. I love them. They were great. And then Horizon came out. And then I it just I cannot go back to Motorsport. I tried desperately, and I can't do it. Horizon killed Motorsport for me. You're not wrong. That that's the that's the correct response. Uh, Horizon is so good. It's the only one to play, unless mm-hmm. you're one of those people that, that likes uh, realistic. Yeah. Uh, and then, Tinkering you know, I'm happy and, that yeah. you're happy. But, yeah. Who would like realistic NASCAR? <laughs> I mean, what was it? Forza Motorsport 6 actually had a NASCAR DLC. And if, oh. if I'm being honest, I can't think of... Anything that sounds more boring to play than Forza NASCAR. <laughs> Sorry if I'm really offending somebody and costing us viewers right now, but that just genuinely sounds dreadful. Oh, totally. I'm checking chat. No one, no one has. No, no one's mm-hmm. yet. My for... flame shield yet. <laughs> yeah, no Forza Rage. Well, I think we just ignored boring talk about NASCAR. Uh, Nerdy Neo chimed in. It comes out early next year, but I'm looking forward to Prince of Persia Lost Crown. 
It's not I wrong. Okay. Didn't That's realize good. we actually had a release date. I am also looking forward to that one. Probably not. Mad Lefty, no wonder. Uh, oh, Forza fan, I thought you were going to say NASCAR. I was say, Mad Lefty, you know, of course you'd love left turns. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. NASCAR. <laughs> there it is. And. I imagine the, motor, the new motorsport game is probably going to be. Probably need a whole new hard drive just for that game. Yeah, right. I'm sure it's going to look beautiful. All right, so let's. Last, I mean, last question. Like the past couple. The past couple Forza Horizons have looked unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. So, if this is their racing game showcase, you know it, it will look good. I'll give exactly. it that. Those cars will be very shiny. So, if we look forward to yes. six months in the future, and Forza and Starfield come out, and they're both relatively, you know, buggy free and everything, are we going to say that Xbox had a good year overall? Hmm. Um. <laughs> Look, look at all the Xbox fanboys here hesitating. <laughs> Answer the question. I, I, I don't know if we can ignore Redfall. Um, yeah. I think, well, I think we Hi-Fi, to ignore... Rush, and Redfall kind of cancel each other out. Would you say? Uh, Is Hi-Fi I mean, for me, like yes. a, a system seller, though? System seller, yeah. Probably not. Like I think that Did was this year have any like, system sellers. You already have Game Pass. Here's a yeah. cool new game to check out on your Game Pass. No one was like, "Oh my god, I have to go subscribe for Hi-Fi Rush." I could be wrong, but I, mean, I don't think you're wrong on that one. I would say that they definitely an improvement, but not overall not the best if they had, you know, coming out with like you said Redfall's definitely a downer. Hi-Fi Rush and let's say Starfield and Forza come out and they're they're good. I think it's a good springboard and hopefully they'll keep it going through the next year. Yeah, I feel like we have so many games on tap with potential. They just need to deliver. I also feel like we've been saying that every year for the past couple of years. <laughs> yeah. How many years? I was like, is it three, five, ten? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it goes later on. Not gonna lie, I still want Final Fantasy sixteen and Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna derail uh, the podcast. Yeah. I am livid that we don't have Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, Beyond words livid that we don't have that. Uh, but still not buying a PlayStation. Still not buying a PlayStation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for the question, Mr. West of Wild. The eighth version. <laughs> I mean. Oh, I thought that meant you were born you in 08. It. You said it. Yeah, man. No, not born in 08. No, that's what. Oh, that's how long the beard has been grow- had, had been growing. <laughs> since. That's just your pin number, right? Yes. <laughs> just, just there we go. <laughs> um. Somebody stuck a news item in here. Who wants to own up to this? I did. It was me. Um, oh. I don't know why I didn't think of it sooner, but when we were talking about developers mm. who would make the short list of can do no wrong, publish good, buggy-free games, uh, Daedalic would have come to mind with their point and clicks. Those were all solid. I am unaware of any giant controversy on any release of theirs. Up until, of course, Lord of the Rings Gollum, 
which is just a disaster in every way, shape, and form. We don't need to talk about that. Well, uh, hold but they on. announced. Okay, it's actually well, a let's really talk good. That then it's uh, actually a it fairly back. decent 360 game. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> All right, I haven't played it to for full disclosure. I've just read the outrage online and made my mind up that yeah, I'm not gonna waste my time with that one. Um, so the game came out and Daedalic issued an apology, which seems pretty commonplace these days. We're sorry the game, you know, is buggy and didn't live up to expectations. We'll patch it. We'll make things right. You know, that's all well and good. Uh, but the case with this one, it wasn't that it was just buggy. It was just that the game just doesn't seem good. There were some questionably bad gameplay decisions uh, that had been made. So... That was that, and then less than a month. When did that even come out? Like, second week of June? So less than a May. month later, they announced... Was it May? Okay. I think it was May. Um, just, was it? Okay. Again, I'm, I'm uninformed here. Sorry, it was a last-minute edition. Uh, but they announced that we are no longer developing games. We are going to switch to publishing. So we don't know the inside scoop. We can all hypothesize and, you know, make our guesses, but... Uh, Seems like they went for a swing and really missed with Gollum and are just shutting down in-house development as a result. I assume they lost a lot of money. I assume morale was killed. They did say they will work with their friends to rehome all of their developer employees, which is a nice move. Uh, but yeah, they are out of the developing business. They are publishing only. So... As a fan of point-and-clicks, particularly lots of Daedalic's point-and-clicks, uh, I'm a little disappointed. That is definitely a big loss to the industry, to the genre, in my opinion. That, li and, that licensing stuff, you know, it, if you don't make that money back, it's hard to <laughs> to pay for the license. Right, exactly. I mean, we saw it with Telltale and all their games. It's the same thing. It is sad yeah, that... People have lost their job, and it seems like from some like insider leaks that the development team wasn't really on board with doing Gollum, because that's not really in their wheelhouse. They're sort of forced to do that by corporate and upper management. Hey, make this game like no game you've ever made before using a you know million-dollar license and make it not suck. So it just, I don't know, just on a humanity level, it's sad to see people be out of a job because of their boss's sort of rash decisions. Yeah, and you saw it with Redfall too. Not not to keep the yeah, yeah, not exactly to keep the Redfall the bad train going. I'm <laughs> I'm still want to try it sometime, but just hearing all those news come out, it's just I hope you people that are managers now can see okay, we can't just force things. Got to let things happen. Right, which is why like it's 2023, it's not like video games are new. Like Trust the developers to a certain point. I could say to administrators everywhere, trust your damn teachers, but <laughs> I won't go there. Trust your developers. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Teacher. Teacher? Leave Didalic alone. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, if uh, <laughs> if anybody hadn't heard of that, that that's Daedalic. If you've played uh, any other point and clicks, you know that they make really darn good point and clicks. That is a genre that they have mastered. They can tell a good story. They can put in a good puzzle. They can have some fun solutions and keep you engaged in just a, you know, a 10 hour, 15, $20 indie game. That's right up their wheelhouse. 
No more. No more. So, just thought I'd tack that on to the news items. And Yeah, we need some cheaper games. I bet that you could find one to talk about. Not in sales, mind you, but in the games showcase. X, you seem like you want to talk a lot. You I was going to say, first. I mean, I just talked a lot. Do we still want me to go first? Oh, no. You, you Always. Okay. Why the heck not? Um, so I have been playing pretty much exclusively Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. Uh, a couple times ago when I was on the show, I mentioned that I was playing Tales of Symphonia Remaster. And I took a nice two-month break from my you know, 150 hour JRPG just cause I love them, but you just can't do them back to back. Uh, but I fired up tales Oof. of Vesperia. Wow. Just, and yeah, well, that's that. You weren't kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. It's a, it's a long game. 150 to 200 hours. Oh, yep. Cow. Um, I'll get into that in, yeah, go in it. a minute. Yeah. I'll get into that in a minute. I had posted in, I think the Nintendo channel actually, um, I won't name drop anybody, but they mentioned they were kind of in a gaming funk and they didn't really want to play anything. And I also was kind of in a gaming funk and I didn't really know what to do. So I was already in the mood for a big, long RPG or JRPG. And I played Tales of Symphonia or Tales of Vesperia back when it came out. Um, So it's been. Jeez, when did I finish that? I think I played it once in 08, right when it came out. And then. I think I played it again in 2013 and went for the full gamer score. And now, so yeah, I think it's been probably 10 years since I played it. And I knew it would be like a, like a comfort food game, if that makes sense. Like, I'm going to play this, I'm going to like it, and that will get me out of my funk. And it worked. It has absolutely gotten me out of my gaming funk. I wake up and I want to play Tales of Vesperia. Um, you know, my wife's like, hey, we should hang out. And I'm like, we can, we can hang out later. I'm going to go play Tales of Vesperia. It's it's just a good game if you know the Tales formula. Uh, it's not turn-based, you know, select menu items. It's almost like a fighting game where you... I've, I've talked about the Tales series before. Uh, but it's real-time combat. You have your basic attacks and special moves. And the battles are a little repetitive at the beginning of the game. But once you unlock new allies and, you know, new special moves... Uh, really every battle, even just against, you know, the, the random mobs changes up and it's, it's, it, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, this is L, this is where you come in. The completion, it's 150 hours. Your first playthrough, the objective is to do pretty much everything that you can. And that should take you like a hundred and 120 hours. It's a big game. I see you shaking your head for listeners not on the live. That's crazy. Elle's judging me, but um, it's... No, I'm uh, not judging you at all. (laughs) It's like a a -a collect-a-thon. Like, there's an achievement for, uh, you know, collect every weapon in the game. And then it's not just open the treasure chest and beat the monsters. There's a synthesis and an upgrade system. So, you know, you have giant sword, and then you upgrade it to giant sword level one, and then you upgrade that to giant sword level two. And there's like 1,200 items in the game... And then there's, you know, 500 monsters, you have to scan them all. So there's a lot of stuff to do um, in that sense. The story, if you just want to blast through the story, watching all the cutscenes, probably 40, 50 hours. But your first playthrough, it's going to be about 100 hours. Uh, take care of everything that you need to do. And then 
what is unique to the Tales series is the it's called the grade shop at the end. Basically, for New Game Plus, you can cater it to kind of how you want your New Game Plus to be. So you can get like 10x XP or half XP um, or half damage um, carryover items instead of being able to hold 10 items. Now you can hold 99 items, um, you know, triple HP, things like that. So your second playthrough is to beat the game in, I think, less than 15 hours, which seems like a lot because playthrough one was 100 hours. But if you skip all the cut scenes and just steamroll through, um, it's apparently closer to 10 hours. 15 is very generous. And then uh, partial playthrough number three just takes a couple hours just to make it to a certain boss below level 15, I think. Um so if you see that 100 to 150 hours, it might be like, whoa, uh, that's a lot. And it is, certainly. But it all comes from that first playthrough, just ticking off 97% of the game. And then just a couple hours of cleanup. And I am all for that. I've loved every minute of it. I have, I think, like 45 hours in. So I'm roughly halfway through playthrough one. And I'm I'm having a blast. If... uh. I have inspired anyone to play the game that has not yet played it. It is not on sale right now. It's a $50 game, um, but it goes on sale for $7.50 all the time. It's like, oh, look, Assassin's Creed's on sale again. If you scroll through that list, oh, look, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition is on sale again. So $7.50, if you like JRPGs, it is absolutely worth your while. I won't spoil any bit of the story, but it is uh, quite frequently ranked among the top in the Tales of series, just based on the story. They did everything right in this game. So, yeah, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. Go get it. No one's going to go get it, but you should totally go get it if you want a nice long JRPG. So you said it's a collect-a-thon. Not in the sense of, like, you know, Banjo-Kazooie or Ukulele. Not like that. There's just a ton of things to acquire. But can you miss anything? Yes, there are oodles and gobs of missables. So, like I mentioned, one of the achievements is uh, scan every monster in the game. That includes bosses. Uh, Some bosses you only see once. So if you don't scan them, you can't scan them until your second playthrough. And then there's like random, you know, events like, oh, Big L attacks. And now you got to fight Big L. And then you kill Big L. That's. That's it. You only get one chance to scan Big L. If you don't do it, you're not getting it until your second playthrough, which complicates sort of the whole flow of got to scan everyone. And then you're not doing, you know, everything that you can do in that first long playthrough. So it's definitely a game where you're going to want a checklist or follow a guide very carefully. If if you're going for the full thousand, if you just want to play the game, you can play the game and probably get uh, I'm making a guesstimate here probably get 500 gamer score uh worth a nice hefty like 1500 ta um just on your first playthrough like not doing any of the crazy completionist stuff so probably half of it's just for playing the game you know as a as a normal person would play the game which i think is fair actually it's a solid achievement list in that sense too All right. That's no further uh, questions. That was Tales of Vesperia no. Definitive Edition. Oh, shoot. Actually, can I add one more thing? Sure. All right. 
So Tales of Vesperia, the original, was on Xbox 360, came out in 2008. It was an Xbox 360 exclusive. And then in 2009 or 10, it launched in Japan only, on PlayStation 3 only, um, the like deluxe edition or better version or whatever. And while it's never been confirmed, the word on the street is they wanted to keep it, um, or sorry, Microsoft wanted them to keep it on one Xbox 360 DVD. So in order to keep it on one disc, they had to cut out a bunch of stuff. So that's fine. It was totally fine as is, or as was, I guess, the 360 version. But then the Japan-only PS3 version with the Blu-ray storage, they added a ton of stuff to the point that there are new playable characters in your party. There's an entire character, Patty, who was not in the 360 version and who plays actually a pretty huge role in the story on the PlayStation 3 version. So the definitive edition that we're playing on Xbox One or Xbox Series is the remaster of that PS3 version. So even if you played the 360 version, the story is not entirely different, but the story is way more fleshed out, um, more content, more stuff, more items, more things to do, literally entire new quest lines, entire new characters, entire new playable characters, all because they could not fit it on an Xbox 360 DVD. Definitively. Definitively. Oh, and the whole game is voiced. It wasn't voiced before, but literally 100% of everything is fully voiced now, which is is cool. So like 10 years after release, they called the cast back and they're like, hey, do you want to record some more lines? And all but one character, and I won't, say who all but one character returned to voice their characters newly voiced lines so it's pretty cool it really is a whole different experience from the 2008 360 version awesome all right thank you for that that was tales of vesperia definitive edition oh right yes is there any game you would like to talk about? In fact, there is. There's two of them. Uh, the first Whoa. the first is not a Game Pass game. I'll just lay that out there. Uh, it is, however, a Games with Gold game. Uh, it's The Veil, oh. <laughs> Shadow of the Crown. I was waiting for you to play this. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. People have been waiting for me to... Uh, I didn't want to. I mean, yes, I want you to do it. Yes, I am, I am the... Uh, guinea pig. I'm the guinea pig. Uh, so what's special about the Veil Shadow of the Crown, other than the fact that it's on Games with Gold, uh, is that it is uh, an audio adventure primarily. Uh, there are no graphics to speak of. Um, there is a kind of like a screensaver. If you remember the old Macintosh days, you'd have like that Starfield. Not Starfield, like, you know, what's coming out the end of the year. Uh, but uh, there was just like little dots flying across the screen, like a field of stars. Um, and... That is kind of what you see in the Veil Shadow of the Crown. Um, As you're moving around, um, you're kind of moving towards audio sources. And I believe that there is actually a geometric volume that those stars fill. Because when you reach the edge of like this, this, uh, this big polygon or polygonal room that you're in, this big area, uh, the stars kind of stop and it's it's dark. Um, So that kind of is one of your clues that, Hey, I'm going the wrong way. Um, let it be known, 
you have to play this with with headphones. If you're playing this with a soundbar, man, good luck. Uh, because uh, the way the game works is um, you, you play as a blind prince, uh, excuse me, a blind princess, and you have flashbacks to training with your uncle uh, who helps you to um, uh, navigate uh, just by using sound, helps you to uh, fight just using sound, um, so you can tell where enemies are. Now, it's nice that they only come from three directions. No one ever attacks from behind, as far as I've seen so far, or as, as far as I've experienced, I should say. Uh, they'll be to the front, to the left, to the right. Uh, and you will be able to attack with the right stick. Uh, the left stick will will block if you have a shield. Um, and when you hear an attack coming from a side, you can hold like the left stick to that side, and that'll hold your shield up. You don't see it, but that's what's happening. Uh, and if you're going to attack, just swiping the right stick in that direction, you know, up, left, or right, will do one attack. Um, you have a little bit of stamina, so you can do like up to three attacks, and then you uh, you're kind of waiting before you can do your next attack, which leaves you vulnerable to hits. Now, <clears throat> there are hit points um, there, you know, so you could die. And if you do die or you do miss out on something, uh, it does take you back to a checkpoint shortly before. Um, I experienced that with a quest, a hunting quest, where I had to go and find these honeybees. And I think you have to find four of them. And the sound for the honeybees was really hard for me to hear, even with my headphones. So I, And it was a timed event. That was the big kicker. Uh, a lot of the things are not timed, except for the combat. Combat does, you know, does have a little bit of timing to it. But as far as completing quests, you know, you can take your time, like finding, oh, well, where's the blacksmith? Just listen for the hammer, change your direction so that it, it passes from your right ear to your left ear, and then get it right in the middle, and then start walking forward. That's how you find the blacksmith. Uh, when you... Uh, walk up to the blacksmith it'll it'll talk to you the blacksmith will say oh blah 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 would you like to do a quest and if you do you hit right trigger <laughs> uh, and if you don't hit left trigger um there is a there is no walkthrough on the walkthrough tab but if you go to ta and you look at the uh the final achievement for adventurer it's complete all side quests what you'll find is that there's essentially a walkthrough from vudix um a friend of the Discord, Vudix, uh, he pops in from time to time. Uh, he has a solution here that will get you every achievement so long as you follow along. It's not super detailed. He leaves a lot of stuff up for you to discover, but he does point out all the things you need to do in each area before you move past that point of no return and can't return back to that area. Basically, you, you move from one section to another section to another section. There are certain hunting quests or certain side quests that you need to accomplish in each area. Uh, you need to do them all in one playthrough. There is no level select. Uh, and so just, you know, if you only want to play this one time, and I recommend playing it one time if you're going to play it, uh, I don't recommend going through two because there's there's really no way to skip and you're just going to have to, it's going to be a little bit of a slog. TA says it's five to six hours. I don't really want to play this game for 10 hours. Uh, so I am using the walkthrough just to make sure I haven't missed anything. Uh, I'm not reading too much into anything else. Um, you're going to want to make sure there's no noise around you when you're playing this game. So uh, definitely have the headphones. Make sure there's not too much craziness going on in the background. Uh, if you're going to play this, you want to focus on the sound. Uh, and the story is interesting. It's, it's like an audiobook. Um, you know, back in the, the day where you'd hear uh, like Foley artists in the background with the stomping on the gravel or the running of water. And uh, sometimes you'll have to head towards water. So you, you have to find that in your 
in your headspace and then walk in that direction. Uh, and then you might have some combat that goes on there. So it's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, it's, it's not like anything you've played before. Uh, it really is like playing an audiobook. Um, when I say you have to play this game, no, no. <laughs> uh, but it is interesting, and I'm glad that I got to try it. <laughs> um, and, and lastly, I'll move on. Uh, so that was The Veil, uh, Shadow of the Crown. Once again, Game Pass, or I'm sorry, Games with Gold, and you need to pick it up before the end of the month, I believe. Let me check I the will dates. Say if, July 15th. I will say for Games with Gold, the number of starters is... Not that much. Like, I would have expected more. People would have tried this. Yeah. I, was I, that first I, achievement easy to get on the tag to defeat your first enemy? No, I think it took about 10 minutes uh, before you get to it. So it's not like, so it's not like a press pretty- start. Um, you do have to move forward. And by that point, people are probably like, what? There's no graphics? Uh, and um, it's, it's interesting. Everything, okay. everything is narrated. So as you're moving through the menus, it, it reads off the menu to you. Um, you can still see that. I mean, you can see the menu, but as you move to each option... It's like a screen reader is, is reading that option for you. Uh, and that really helps with, like, um, you know, weapons when you're trying to buy new weapons. Uh, it, it's good to be able to see that and not have to navigate that all just with sound uh, or just with the audio. Um, so, yeah, that's Veil, Shadow of the Crown. Um, uh, try it if you want. Uh, and lastly, the last game I can talk about super quick is Bat Boy, uh, where you received a code to uh, test this one out. Uh, it looks a little bit like Mega Man. Um, and I enjoyed this game. You know, it's a classic, uh, eight bit, uh, they, they call it a platformer. Um, but it plays a lot like Shovel Knight. So, uh, if, if you thought Shovel Knight was cool, uh, you might want to check out Bat Boy. Uh, the whole mechanic is you are a sports themed hero and your friends in, uh, a la Mega Man and a la, uh, Shovel Knight, uh, get turned against you and you have to go and uh, release them from that spell by walloping them with a bat several times uh, and then they finally remember who they are uh, and they go back to a, a town area there are i guess three seeds hidden per level you're gonna have to get all of those um you're gonna have to um what else you have to do you're gonna have to defeat all the bosses and you got to have 999 crystals in your inventory at one time. I, I don't think that it is uh, cumulative. I think you have to actually have it in your wallet at one time. It doesn't seem like a very difficult game. Uh, it's on TA as... Ooh, there's no time for it. Uh, 82 starters, 11 people. Looks like uh, under 10 hours for the people who are pretty fast and uh, max of like 15 hours. So... Short little platformer. Uh, like I said, if you like Shovel Knight, this is kind of more of that. And that is Bat Boy. Yeah, this this does look like Mega Man. I was I was going to make a joke about like, oh, what do you use a baseball bat? Uh, you do use a baseball you bat. I just assumed it was. <laughs> I always just assumed it was the. Uh, <laughs> The animal bat. missed opportunities. As soon as you start the game and you have control, uh, you pick up a companion. That companion is a bird. Oh, uh, yeah. Could have been. I'm sorry. You got to play this game, but I did bat not boy. play Shovel Knight. And actually, when you said that, I rolled my eyes because I was thinking of a different game entirely. Um, but I feel like that's uh, a. <laughs> 
Like that's a pretty solid comparison if that's what you're going to, because people really like Shovel Knight. Like that was very well received. Yeah, I mean, this is a lot like Shovel Knight. Probably not as in depth or um, you know as polished as Shovel Knight, but it is. It felt so much like playing a less you know a more shallow uh, Shovel Knight. There's a shovel pun in there somewhere. It's not coming. There is. Right I now. was. I was almost there. <laughs> I was. It's right there. I just can't think of it. Come on, um, you're digging your own grave here. Oh, hey. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> that was Bat Boy. Bat Boy. Wild oh, West. I should mention, be oh, really oh, quick. Oh. Sorry, sorry, Wild West. I hate to step on toes. Uh, I should <laughs> mention we uh, I streamed about an hour of this game, and it's on our YouTube channel. So if you want to see it, uh, go check it out there. Nice. All right, Westy. The West All area. right. Uh, I want to talk about a game that uh, Fufu tried to just kind of gloss past last time in the Game Pass leaving section. Uh, I'm talking about Elysia today. I think that's how you say it. Uh, I had a fun oh time my with God, this. I was not saying it anything like that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't check anything uh, if that's how you say it, but that's how I'm calling it is Elysia. O-L-I-J-A. Elysia. Elysia. I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, I, I kind of so. <laughs> ran through it quickly right before it was leaving Game Pass. Um, and uh, I had a lot of fun. I'm not a huge platform person, but I had a lot of fun with it. You kind of take the mantle of a, a castaway lord called Faraday. Um, he kind of gets swept up in a storm and uh, loses his homeland uh, or loses sight of his homeland, doesn't know how to get back. Uh, he gets kind of shipwrecked uh, after kind of going through the first level. You end up getting taken to this other village uh, by a boatman who you kind of, uh, it's kind of populated by other people that are castaways as well. Uh, and you go from there, you just kind of go and start uh, trying to, you find a map at this place and can take the boat. The boatman can take you to different places, different little islands uh, in the game. And you go and you try to collect keys. Uh, there's the, the yellow keys kind of open up different uh, areas uh, of the map. When you, when you land at an island, you can some, some ways will be blocked by yellow keys that you need to collect. So you can go uh, on the map. You will see kind of what island has what you'll see that it has a yellow key, two yellow keys, um, and the main goal is you're trying to get three blue keys. Uh, yes, Ice Fire, I did enjoy Alicia. Uh, and, but, you know, it was, it was a fun game. It was about six hours, so it wasn't, you know, a huge thing. But, you know, you, you work through the different islands to get blue keys and, uh, you know, try to get back to your home world is the whole goal. And you, you have a, a spear that you collect early on in the game that kind of helps you traverse the area. You also have... Uh, a sword you can find a kind of a blunderbuss type thing uh, so you have a couple different weapons that you'll pick up going through the different areas different islands and i thought it was a nice little quick game uh it's i think it's i saw on ta it's usually 15 bucks so if you missed it on game pass i think it goes on sale every once in a while for about five or six bucks i think it'd be worth it for that to to pick up i had a lot of fun with it uh just as a quick quick little game uh, before it left so i would uh, i'd recommend it if you like the the, the style Yeah, this 
does not strike me as a game that you would like. So no, I just kind of you know like you know like you know Kush does just kind of look at the stuff that's leaving and was like, okay, I think I can do that. It doesn't look too bad, and uh, it does have a, a walkthrough on TA if you need it, which there's not a lot there. I didn't follow it too much, uh, other than just the, there is a few points of no return, so I kind of was just glancing at it to make sure I got everything before I went to those points of no return because I didn't want to have to play it again because I started it way too late. I was hoping to start it a little bit earlier, but just life got in the way and I had to start it a little bit right up against the deadline, but it was a lot of fun and uh, achievements aren't too hard on it, so if you get a chance when it's on sale, I'd say it's worth it. Oh yeah, life got in the way. You had that stressful uh, Disney trip. Uh, no, <laughs> it's called making up time when you go off on vacation. You have to make oh. up time at work because the rest of your coworkers oh. are inconvenienced by you leaving. Yeah. So, eh. You know, people seem to like having heart attacks. So. Screw them. But hopefully next time I'm on, I'll have a more in-depth review on Cyberpunk. I just started that, so I'm looking forward to playing some more Cyberpunk. I mean, that's a few years old now at this point, right? To have a DLC now, I was going to say earlier, is kind of... Yeah, it came out in September 2020. Or... Let's see. No, it came out after series, so I think December 2020. Yeah, December 2020. Um, So so not quite three years, but they've had plenty of time to patch the bugs that other people apparently experienced. Yeah. Well, I bought the huge collector's edition when it came out, and I was going to play it. And then with all the stuff, I was just like, ah, I think I'm just going to wait. You know, I don't want to nice. just be throwing my controller everywhere because I'm pissed off because I lost, you know, however saves or whatever. So, so far, it's, I've got a couple hours into it, and so far, nothing, nothing, any, anything, no, no issue so far. So, that'll be a tease for hopefully next time. Solid. All right, well, I'm sure we will have you back on very, very soon. You know, what's that game, like 100 hours? You'll probably have it done by next week. 60 hours, not 60-ish hours. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I did mine in just over 50, um, but for one achievement, I used an exploit glitch that has since been patched out. So when you're playing a game like that... I think to grind that one manually is a few hours. So, yeah, probably 55, 60 these days. Now, X, when you're playing Cyberpunk, are you is your head in a guide, or are you trying to figure out stuff on your own? Cyberpunk? This is an open-world game. Are you exploring? I did not use any guide other than uh, just looking up random tips and tricks. That's how I found that exploit. Um, mm-hmm. It's It's been patched, so I guess I can say it doesn't really matter. I would share it anyway. Um, there was... Was it an achievement? No, I don't remember. Um... Anyway, the exploit was you could get, like, infinite skill points if you just went to do a slide, like you're running and then you duck and, you know, you slide like every game, but then you paused, it would continue to rack up XP for your slide. So you would just continue to, you would just get infinite XP, basically, and you could just get all the skill points you wanted. So I did cheese the game like that. Um, I didn't find it out towards the end, so I played probably 60% of the game legit, and then I found that, and then I did that. And then there was an infinite money glitch that I did too. And I don't think that helped anything other than just make it a little easier. Um, But no, that one I did go in pretty much completely blind. I played that one guide-free. That's Veil. You're getting confused. That's 
that's the blind game. That was good. That was really explain good. My jokes just for you. you just for you. I got to explain like, my wait, jokes. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> now, what's my next question? I don't know. What have you been playing, L? Mm, glad you asked. <laughs> I've been playing wrestling games. As uh, I love me some wrestling, and I don't always find myself playing them. But once I do, I'm like, oh, I should be playing this. Uh, first off, there's this uh, indie-rific game called Action Arcade Wrestling. And if you ever played the old WWF coin-op machines, uh, Superstars and WrestleFest, this is definitely inspired by those type of games. It's very minimalistic graphics, but that's the point. And it looks... Everyone's colorful, and it's all not... Uh, you know, No real wrestlers in this game, but... There's a very robust creator wrestler. And you don't have to do it yourself because you just go to the creations mode and go to download and you'll see a ton of real wrestlers as well as all kinds of you know, comic book characters, character, video game characters from other games. And they look so perfect. This one guy made a potato chips man, and, he, and it's like a potato chip head and body and legs and just kind of floats around. So whoever came up with the Creator Wrestler, I think there's a separate app you could download f just for it, and then you could hook it up to the game. So that I could rave about. The gameplay is okay. It's basic. You know, you hit grapple and then up, left, down, and right to do a move. There's a run button, submission button. But there's not much meat on the bones with modes. There's there's only like a regular match, tag team match, you know, battle royal. But like, there's no steel cage. There's no like Royal Rumble. There's no. There's not a lot there. And the achievement list is just awful, and not awful in in the way of it's ba uh, long. It's it's actually too easy and unimaginative you you know what podcast you're on now right i know but <laughs> but if well there's an achievement for winning your first match and then there's an achievement and and that's 100 g like really <laughs> and then it's win a battle royal another 100 g complete the tutorial another 100 g so you get where i'm going with this it's it's nate's favorite kind of achievement list um, there's is a tip like for those, winning a match uh, on the hard difficulty. Sorry, yeah. I cut you off. Go ahead. I was going to say something dumb. <laughs> and so you did. Uh, there's a tip for winning a match on the hard difficulty. If you're unable to do it, you can plug in a second controller and somehow that works. So <laughs> you could do that. Just pin your second controller. So the other achievements are for leveling up. So whenever you do moves, you get points. Um, whenever you... Like, anything you do, you get points. And it's their experience points, so it's like a RPG. And you finish the match, and you get points. So there's achievements for leveling up once. 
and then reaching levels 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50. And then that's the entire list. So it's got a two to three hour estimate on TA. It'll probably take me a little longer. I'm having fun with it, downloading various characters. I was playing with the uh, Ninja Turtles and Shredder has my uh, five-man team. Just having a blast. Like, that's the fun to me. So if you've ever played it, there's a game called Fire Pro Wrestling that's known for its creator wrestler. It's very similar. I know none of the three of you are wrestling people, but... <laughs> I was going to say, you're talking to the wrong I'm sure you played here. a wrestling game. It's even... Well, sometimes not even fans of not watching wrestling, you'll still play a game every now and again. I don't think I've ever admitted this on podcast or Discord, but uh, SmackDown mm. versus Raw back on PS2. That was my jam. Mm -hmm. Like, I have hundreds of hours really? in that game. Yeah. I never really got into wrestling. Uh, I got the game as a gift, a birthday present or Christmas from my grandma. Uh, I miss you, grandma. But she did not know my interests Aww. other than, this looks like a game my grandson would like for his Nintendo, a.k.a. PlayStation 2. And I played the heck out of it. It was a blast. Do you know which year around? Ooh. I think it was just called SmackDown versus Raw. I don't think it had a year. Okay. Do I need to do some Googling real quick? All right. So, no, no. So, you proved my point that you <laughs> can still be a fan of, of the wrestling games. I know plenty of people that are like that. And with that said, I'm going to move on to a little bit more of a robust game. Um, it's a brand new game called AEW Fight Forever, which is all elite wrestling which is the new wrestling federation that's been around for four years now. And yeah, they came out with a video game. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I found it. Yeah, sorry. I was trying not to cut you, you off found again. It. But yeah, there it is. Just found SmackDown it. versus Raw 2004. That was my jam. Nice. That's hilarious. Nope, you never admitted that. And, uh, <laughs> we'll, give you a, we'll give you a quiz later. <laughs> but I will tell you that there's people in that game that are in the AEW game, like Chris Jericho, <laughs> and uh, who's still wrestling. He's uh, 50 something. That's good for your bones. And Christian, yeah, for his boobs. <laughs> bones? Did it sound like I said boobs? Oh. Bones. Oh my gosh. Oh, trying to <laughs> increase the sales there. I mean, that's a different kind of wrestling <laughs> you're watching. <laughs> I want to watch I mean, that kind of wrestling. <laughs> I mean, if you don't work out, it happens. <laughs> Just make sure the kids aren't around. <laughs> you don't need to be 50 for that either. Well, this AEW game is meant for a little bit more of a mature audience. This game has exploding barbed wire matches. And there's blood, lots of blood in the game. Um, there's even like, you know, you throw your opponent to the barbed wire and it explodes and, and the crowd even chants, holy shit, holy shit. And it's a good time for all. Like, it's not that watered down WWE stuff that's been coming out for the last, I don't know, 30 years. <laughs> and, you know, Jables keeps messing those games up. Ooh. It's ridiculous. Ooh, sick Ooh. burn, sick burn. <laughs> but, uh, as far as... AEW goes, it's meant to remind you of the N64 titles, uh, such as No Mercy and you know, WCW, NW Revenge, WrestleMania 2000. Those games 
were huge on the N64 and colleges across America, four-player local mayhem. Um, that's what it's meant to inspire. So the SmackDown versus Raw, etc. You know, there's a lot. People get intimidated by all the moves you can do, all the buttons. They try to dumb it down a little bit. So, my biggest problem with the game is the roster. So, AW probably has like over 100 people in the actual Fed, and there's maybe, I think there's like 50 people in this game, which sounds like a lot, but the WWE games generally have around 100 people these days. But there is DLC coming. It is a full-price $60 game. But for their first effort, I enjoyed it. Uh, much like Kush, I streamed this game as well the other day and had a good uh, good turnout and people watching me play and uh, making fun of the graphics and uh, having a great and grand old time. But I think the graphics are fine, thank you. It's not all about that. Uh, Achievement-wise, there's a lot more here. There's... There's a story mode that I have not gotten to yet called Road to the Elite. So I'm excited to start that. So in my time playing, I only naturally got five of the 38 achievements. So, you know, that's like a normal game. You, you know, you defeat your first opponent, you get a 15G achievement, not 100. <laughs> And um, there's title matches. And one cool thing they did is that you could be a multiple champion. So there's different entrances where you can have two belts, three belts, four belts, or even five belts you could come out with. All five of them. I don't know. Maybe you could have the men's and the women's. I don't, I don't even know. But there's a lot of titles. There's a lot of craziness <laughs> in this game. So I would check it out. Probably wait for a sale at this point. But it just came out. You know, last week, it looks like 19 people have completed on TA now. And they've estimated around 15 to 20 hours, which is, which is, I think, the sweet spot. I think that's perfect. And some of the WWE games had crazy grinds, over 100, 200 hours. This is, doesn't seem like it's going to be like that. Uh, so overall, check it out. There will be some wrestlers in there that you've heard of for sure. Like Sting is in the game. Insert U2 joke. Damn it. Or, or the police or whatever the hell he was. Uh, police, not U2. Police. I knew where you were going with that. Yeah. But, you know. I was to make a musician oh, no. joke, oh. but you just well, kind of ruined has uh, kind of ruined Edge every opportunity. Edge is re- yeah, they're Edge guitarists, is right? That's, the that's Edge. Where I got yeah, yeah, the Edge. Yes. Which is like so edgy. And that's always like, you're a 70-year-old dude. You're, you can't be the Edge. I don't know, whatever. I'm not a U2 fan. Hmm. Me neither. All right, well, any questions uh, from my non-wrestling audience here? Yeah, what was that game called? <laughs> AEW, <laughs> which is All Elite Wrestling. Uh, Fight Forever. Solid. Is the subtitle, which is a chant that the audiences chant sometimes when there's a long, good match. They'll chant, Fight Forever. <laughs> and that's where that came from. Who knew Elvis but the people who made the game, the people who made the game are actually, the wrestlers in the game are actually big wrestling uh, video game fans. 
they uh, a lot of them have their own Twitch streams themselves. So how was the uh, online? Um, so I saw you were playing a little bit there. Oh, so. the, the yeah, the the people that got to witness me stream it asked me to play an online game, and I did. I played a a random ranked match, and spoiler, I won, and I I was awesome. I, I won, come from behind, I kicked out of some finishing moves, and I hit my own finishing move, and I won. One, two, three. Yeah. yeah there is kind of a rush to that, because a lot of times people quit out if you're going to beat them, and that's no fun. Yeah, the online seemed okay. Um, you know, I think there's up to six wrestlers in the ring at once during the Battle Royal. It's either four or six, but... So far, so good. Hopefully they're working on another one, but this one was kind of in development for a while, so I'm not sure if they'll be able to bang out another one quite so soon. I'm sorry, don't make fun of me. Get my bad bands mixed up, it's okay. <laughs> All right, well, that's AEW5 forever and um Action something or other wrestling. <laughs> um, Action Arcade Wrestling is a $15 game, by the way. Uh, it's been on sale for $8.99. I wait for it to hit there again. But overall, good stuff. Good stuff. Speaking of Assassin's Creed, I'm uh, uh, sales. <laughs> so, you know what? We haven't talked about Assassin's Creed in a while. Speaking of Ubisoft, yeah. you should have said. <laughs> All right, Wild West, just for that nonsense, you're going first. All right. Uh, so, breaking the law. <laughs> especially because I'm going to be talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey Ultimate no Edition way. $23.99, <laughs> down from $120. Lowest price ever, and it includes all the DLC. That is hundreds of hours worth of playtime there. I enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. It's Greece. It's Spartans. It's Assassins. It's awesome. And the last one it is... It also... Oh, go ahead. Wow, Hold on, wow. wait. Does like that to... not also include the Assassin's Creed 3 and Liberation remaster? Ooh, I believe so. I didn't see that on there, but I believe the Ultimate Edition does come with those games. I know it comes okay, with the 3 I remaster. That. Yeah. What I have, yeah, okay. I don't know. Where I remember, I yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. when it came out that it had it, but I didn't see it on the list. But yes, it should include those. Okay. So yeah, twenty three bucks for so, a full Odyssey and remaster, Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, it's a killer deal. And if the you last, don't have it already. oh yeah, exactly. Uh, last one is Deuce X Mankind Divided Digital Deluxe Edition. It's six seventy four. When normally it's forty five dollars. And I told Kush that if we can get Ducky Races going, that I will be giving that away later. So, Whoa. Oh, pressure's on. If not, then he has to play Dusex uh, next, because it's going to go to him. <laughs> well, now <laughs> no. Totally ignorant now question. He, now he's gonna get Is it. that actually how you say that? Dusex? Uh, no, Deus Ex. Yeah. Deus Ex. Okay, yeah, no, I'm really not calling you out here. I've, oh, I've oh. never played any of them, but I've always said Deus Ex. Deus Ex. It's Deus Ex Machina, which is God in the Machine. So Yeah. And I'll be probably dropping Oh, that's right, Deus Latin. I know that. During Deus the Ducky Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it has to be that then. Cool. All right, that's settled.
So, all right, X, what are you going to recommend? <laughs> all right, so honestly, uh, viewers and listeners, my first thing was, who even looks at sales anymore? Uh, apparently, I do because then I looked at the sales no one. and uh, I saw Guilt Battle Arena. Um, it is a very obscure indie title. It is normally ten dollars. It is down to ninety nine cents. What do you have to lose for a dollar? Maybe in like some cents, depending on where you live with taxes. Uh, but ninety nine cents. It's like it's like a party game, not yeah. like a Mario Party. Um, but it, it's like random party games, mini games, and the achievements are mostly do this game, you know, very well, earn a certain score in them. I played it a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. Uh, oops, sorry, wrong song. Um, I played it back in 2018. <laughs> I don't remember a whole lot, but I remember not minding it. Like, I, I had a pretty good time with it. Um, some of the achievements are a little tough, but let's be honest, if I can do it, you can do it, because I'm terrible at video games. So if I can get the full completion, anyone can get the full completion. Um, TA says it's 11 to 14 hours. I did it in 7 hours, 56 minutes. I do remember there being one that was like rage quit, where the like Kelsey had to come in the room like, hey, sweetie, you need to stop playing this game right now. Um, but of course, I didn't listen to her. And, you know, I leaned forward for plus 10% concentration. And I did do it. I do have the completion. So it can't be that bad, again, if, if I've done it. And I say that very humbly. I'm terrible at those challenging, you know, kind of things. Um, a little grindy, I do remember. There's play 500 rounds, but that's just set it on in the background while you're watching a TV show and just mash the A button and it'll refresh every once in a while. Um, but yeah, I remember not hating the game. It's uh, 1,495 gamer score, but 3150 TA, so a nice 2.0 ratio for eight hours of your time. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. When I played this, five years ago now, uh, I was number one on the leaderboard for one of the many games. You can tell it means a lot to me because I don't remember which one it was, but I was number one and I was very proud of that. So yeah, that's my recommendation. It's it's a dollar. It's some nice TAD. It's a good ratio and it, it's I don't remember hating it. I remember playing it and enjoying it as is. So yeah, uh, Guilt Battle Arena. It's a dollar. What do you got to lose? Friggin dollar. I mean, back in the day when we would, back in the day when we used cash, we would be able to say, oh, you find that in your cash cushions. But now, no, I mean, not, not anymore. I also feel like, just generally speaking, nowadays. like on Xbox, games don't go on sale for like a dollar. Like that's, you see that on like the Switch sales or the Steam sales, you know, 99 cents or 49 cents. But mm -hmm. we don't really see that on Xbox very often. So a game on sale for a dollar? For, you know, just about 1,500 gamer score? Yeah. Go for it, man. Guilt Battle Arena. See if you can see if you can find Guilt, my high score. Guilt Actually, free. I would love one of you to buy it Boy. and complete it and let me know if my name still appears in the high scores. Because after you complete every minigame, it'll show you the, the top leaderboard. Let me know if my name is still there. I kind of really want to know, actually. I mean... I think Wild West said he'll spring another dollar and buy this for somebody. <laughs> Thanks, Wild West. So what a guy. I'm so mean. <laughs> what a guy. Tell you what, I'll, I'll buy you a copy X. of this, and then you can buy Ooh. me Deus Ex. 
There you go. That's Seems a, fair. That's a fair trade. Fair. Uh, Nate, say something intelligent. I'll try. Ah. <laughs> uh, he's just drooling. Oh, what have we done? He's trying to think of what the next game of the year is. <laughs> There's a vayner. So I'm going to try not to. It's my turn. Since you change your mind. It's, yeah, exactly. I just, I, I <laughs> Moving out to without. game of the year. Uh, so it's my turn to murder <laughs> some pronunciations because this is not a language podcast. Uh, Eight Doors Aram's Afterlife Adventure. Uh, this is four dollars down It's a platformer, uh, Metroidvania. Uh, it looks hand like hand drawn art. Looks pretty cool. I'm excited, and it's four dollars. Uh, well, you know, what do you got to lose? What? But you know, four uh, well, four copies of Guilt Battle Arena. Uh, and hey. lastly, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Go, go ahead. Yeah, what? This game came out in April, and it's already four dollars down from twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good sign. Next up, lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, lumberjack. Four dollars and fifty-four cents uh. down from thirteen. This is an adventure game. Um, it's got simplistic polygon art, but it's very cute. And I played this when it first came out because I just love the style of it. And it's got these like little you know, challenges you have to do per level um, while running around and freeing, I think, forest animals. But uh, <clears throat> you also have these fun little secret uh, things you have to do on each level. And it was there was a bug when it first came out and the game was not completable. They have since patched that. It is completable now. Uh, and who can resist a good animal pun? Lumberjack. Do it. What have you got to lose? But 4.54 times. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I think we've just created a new currency out of guilt battle. I, yeah. I did <laughs> All right. What about you, Alex? Are you going to suggest got, anything I, no. or no? No, take no. take the foo route. I, I, I'm taking the foo-foo route and looking at the big list and saying, I've seen all these games on sale before. Unless <laughs> you want me to mention Soma again or something. It's a nice list. It's a nice list of, of games. But nothing spoke to me. What else is saying is that nothing oh, no, spoke to I got distracted by the comments about, they were talking about uh, the, the game we talked about, the Gaijin <laughs> game, Gaijin Trenji. Well, what El was really I, saying was nothing spoke to him except for Guilt Battle Arena, where for 99 fine. cents... Are you guilting me into getting this game? I am guilting you into Guilt Battle Arena. And you should feel guilty for not buying it. He lives in New York. There's no dollars there. No. Even <laughs> at the at the Dollar Tree, everything is 129 How many Subway tokens is Wait, that? No, hold on, hold on. Not... Not podcast related at all. Is it actually a dollar twenty nine? Dollar Tree and yeah, it used to be called the ninety nine cent store and Dollar Tree. Everything's over dollar now. That's damn inflation. That's ridiculous. Kind of move off Long Island. (laughs) Yeah, please. All right. Going in blind. The Veil, Shadows of the Crown. We haven't talked about this in several minutes. Get this on Games with Gold before it leaves, July 15th. Get it now. And bean dive it, and uh, that might be a thing to do in July. Bean dive. That means get the first achievement and come back to it never. 
Yeah, if you don't and... know this game, it's an action adventure. It's an audio based mm-hmm, RPG mm-hmm, with no mm-hmm. graphics and five to six mm-hmm. hours with a great grind on DA. Hey, maybe people are saving it for the bean dive now that I think about it. It might be a thing people are doing. And that'll, you know, just start it, increase Kush's ratio in it. Yeah, we'll see. What he's waiting for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, I see what he did there. <laughs> um, Darkwood. <laughs> I'm gonna, not going to leave that one alone and just say that it is <laughs> survival horror. <laughs> 30 to 35 hours, and that one is from July 1st to July 31st. And when the past was around, this is a game I'm sure people will will play because it's one to two hours with a walkthrough. Adventure point and click. This one comes out July 16th, right after the veil leaves. So get the veil, get when the past is around. And, and if anyone is pass on Darkwood. wondering right. about when the past was around, it's a, like you said, it's a one to two hour completion uh, worth a whole whopping uh, 1085 TA. This is very much a baby game. This is a very easy completion. Uh, seems right up our alley in this podcast. So maybe with uh, games with gold inflation, it'll tip over 1100. But like, this is an easy game. If you just want your nice easy points this is a, a shameless get it for free it's yeah just get it bean dive it and it also fits with the targets this month which they totally did on purpose where you have to start new games to hit the targets on ta i'm gonna imagine new games everyone i'm gonna imagine You're it's so one smart. where if you actually like play the game as intended it's far longer than that but you know no one Oh no, it's not. No, I've already played it. It's no, okay. not, it's not uh, the when the past was around. I, pl- I bought it when it was on sale before. Oh. It's not that much. It wouldn't be that mm, much longer. I mean, so. thank you. All right, I take it back. Because I wasn't like a lot of the VNs are you know ten hours of reading. But yeah, thirty seconds, thousand gamers. Okay, I take it back. Well, it's not much of a visual novel. It's kind of like a point and click more than a visual novel. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's not a VN. That okay, was just yeah, an example. Yeah. yeah. It's it's all right. If I remember right, it's about dealing with grief and everything, so it's all right. Solid. Don't make me sad. I'm crying. Playing a video game, not getting sad. <laughs> I know. Ridiculous. Because <laughs> you can get. All right. Who wants to read some Game Pass stuff? Who wants to volunteer? I'll read some Game Pass stuff. Available okay, now. I don't know why I said it like that. I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. L, I think when you and I did our panel duo, we talked about this one. I'm pretty sure it's just Harvest Moon. I think this is just Harvest Moon with a new name. Like, I think it's literally Harvest Moon, but instead of Harvest Moon 17, they renamed it or something like that. Um, I think it's a a rights thing, if I remember right. Or a company. uh, It's it's a company thing. Like, they branched off and the creators went different place and yeah okay yeah it it is harvest moon <laughs> so story of seasons friends of you, you told me you told me you and i were going to play together like we were i said simul no it. such thing i would never volunteer we were, to play said, a game with you you said we were you said we were going to simul it because uh, the first five <laughs> letters of simulation are simul so therefore we have to play it together i 
vaguely remember That's that. That's just what I remember. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town, uh, crossplay, <laughs> PC and Xbox, uh, simulation and management. It's Harvest Moon looking at 100 and 120 hours. If you are into that, by all accounts, they are excellent games, if that is your preferred genre. So there's that. Arcade Paradise. Uh, if one of you guys wants to chime in on this one, uh, it's an action uh, game, 50 to 60 no. hours. That's all I got on this one. Yeah, it's still, great, great little game. Still um, in here if it's pancakes or not. No, it's, it's, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if it's a stack or not. Uh, it's called an action <laughs> game. Uh, Rocker talked about it. You remember Rocker? He talked about it. Uh, Who? Where uh, your family owns a laundromat, and uh, you turn it into, you know, you have a couple arcade games in the back of the laundromat, and you try to basically say, hey, you know what? We're making a ton of money with that. Let's turn this into an arcade. So it's kind of like an arcade simulation, but you get to play some of the games. Uh, it's kind of cool. Um, I'm liking it. I, I'm not sure if it's a stack yet or not. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Arcade Paradise. I like it. 50, 60 hours. Ouch. Solid. Uh, next up, we have Sword and Fairy. I said Sword weird. I actually pronounced the W. You sure did. That's really weird. I don't know why I did that. Uh, all right. <laughs> Anyone else want to speak? <laughs> Sword and Fairy Together Forever, another crossplay PC and Xbox. This one is an action RPG uh, role playing oh, game yeah, yeah, in yeah. the, I can't say well known, but. Um, what word am I looking for in the established sword and fairy series? That's the right word. The established sword and it is fairy CD. Yeah, there's a. It's one of the. Stop it! I'm gonna I'm gonna never make a of fool of myself right now. But it's like a like a Chinese exclusive because they have their weird gate like games can only be made in China mm. and so on. Like. It's the Chinese Final Fantasy. Please, someone call me out on that. That's not the good comparison. Um, That's awful. Nate. No one on this panel same... is going to call you out on RPGs, <laughs> All right. no. JRPGs. All right, I appreciate that. Nate, is this the, is this the same as the sequel to that exp, uh, fairy game that was a dollar all the time? Yeah, it's got slightly improved graphics. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but yeah. It's um, our favorite game. Sword and Fairy. It's an RPG series, uh, Chinese developer. It's... It's been around for like a long time. Like the old game, like they were PC games, like Chinese only, um, like 90s. Like the series has been around for a long time. I never played any of them, but it just being in the, well, not JRPG, but Asian RPG, you know, being in the know, um, I'm familiar with it. I haven't played any of them, but yeah, it's, uh, by all accounts, it's a pretty darn good series. It's it's got some legs. I'm very poorly attempting to Google and Wikipedia right now. <laughs> 1995. It is corroborating most of what I'm saying. Yeah. Actually, yeah. It goes, it goes back to 1995. Oh it was called gosh. The Legend of Sword yeah. and Fairy. I'll take S words for a thousand. Trebek. Uh, <laughs> S words. Nice. So we'll, okay. We'll move yeah. on. We'll move on to McPixel 3. <laughs> this is cloud console and PC. It's an action adventure. Six to eight hours. I played it at uh, like four minutes of it today for, once again, a Game Pass quest. And uh, got the first achievement after eating a bomb and then reassembling it in my stomach and then pooping it out on a toilet. That's what you're in for with McPixel 3. And I'm here for it. Uh, uh, stuff happening oh, hold, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> Mental Knight. I'm, uh, I'm going to shout out Mental Knight here. 
uh, McPixel 3 is actually McPixel 2. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, I did see that today. That is fun. I think he said that. But I did a quick search on TA. There is no other McPixel with achievements, as far as I can tell. Okay. Uh, yeah, all I name. saw was his comment so they, where he's like, I'm getting really so tired of this. they did a gold simulator? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm getting really tired of this skipping number two on the sequel thing. I don't know if he was just trolling or being mental night or explicitly trying to make me look like a fool on the live show, which could be the case. He might do that. <laughs> uh, next up, day one to Game Pass, Grand Theft Auto Five. That's uh, a big again. get right there. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you played it before or if you didn't, now's your chance. And probably in <laughs> six months, you'll have another chance. July 11th, Common Hood, no space with a apostrophe in the middle this is cloud console and pc uh it's not on ta yet but the steam tags say it's simulation building and crafting so you know that's a pass from me next up <laughs> insurgency stands sandstorm not standstorm um uh, it is a pc game or i'm sorry the pc version is coming to game pass i believe the expert xbox version is already in game pass it's a first person shooter 20 25 hours uh july 20 uh, july 14th exo primal Cloud console and PC. This is a third-person shooter, and uh, by all accounts, uh, Fufu might play this one. Next up, July 18th, Tectonica. This is in-game preview, cloud console and PC. Uh, once again, no TA article for it or TA uh, tagging yet, so Steam is what we go to, and they say it's simulation automation strategy building, not going to play it. Uh, also on July 18th, The Cave, cloud and console, listed as a platformer. A 12 to 15 hour platformer. I think that's wrong. I think it's uh, adventure, uh, possibly point and click. I don't know. Someone will someone will call me out on that. I uh, know the cave. Oh, do you? I do. It's a uh, platformer. Question mark is is correct. It's not a point and click. It's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 you go around with different characters and you. Do several other uh, seven characters, and you got to do a playthrough with each of them, and you can only take three at a time. So you wind up doing a bunch of different playthroughs. And yeah, but it's our double own fine, skeptical though, right? Mario. Yeah, yeah, double fine. It's so, very funny. Yeah, good time, but just a little repetitive. After all, I do a lot of playthroughs, and I'm missing one achievement, which is the one to beat it without dying. So that sucks. But other than that, it's a really, really fun game, and you can play local co-op with people. So that's fun always. Fun, fun. And uh, Skeptical Mario did a lot of uh, walkthrough videos for that game, so shout out to him. All right. Someone want to do the leaving, or do you want me to do it? Yeah, I got it. So leaving Game Pass, we got Spelunky 2, which uh, you're probably not going to finish if you haven't already started. It's a platformer roguelite, 80 to 100 hour completion Spelunky 2 there. So uh, either... Cross off all your plans or don't start that one. XO1, Adventure, and Ariel, 8 to 10 hours. You could probably knock that one off the list. That one looks decent, actually. And then, Did you uh, ever play that? Uh, I know you're a big mech fan, mech yeah, warrior. Yeah. What, was that, what was that other mech game where there was like a the mechanic for moving was like you you accelerate when, the, when you're going downhill and then you uh, let go when you're going uphill? Do you remember that that game? Are you thinking? Did Pizza Titan do that? Lonely Mountain. No, 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 this is older. This is older. No, oh, okay. 
There, there's um, tribes. Thank you, thank you, fuck. I knew my old would get wow. There. Tribes. So tribes and tribes two had a had a, a movement mechanic where you know I never accelerated downhill. Yeah, you, you like that's how you go really really fast is you accelerate downhill and then you let off the gas uh, going uphill because it's basically I think you're. It's basically you're uh, increasing gravity. So you want to decrease, uh, you want to increase gravity as you're going downhill. You want to let go of that as you're going uphill. And that's how you zip along the ground. That is basically the, the entire movement mechanic in X01. So if, you're, if you are a fan of that, of tribes, you might want to check out X01. Okay. Solid. Actually, you, you kind of just sold me on it. So I got 10 days to find 8 to 10 hours. Yeah. Not uh, bad. Yeah. Uh, and last. But not least, and certainly the one that uh, most people are here for, Paw Patrol the movie Adventure City Calls is somehow an action adventure. Uh, six to eight hours. It's it's Paw Patrol, man. Like you, it. it I don't even know what to say. Somehow it's uh, a two point one eight ratio, twenty one eighty TA. I assume there's a. Uh, some difficulty curve there. No, I'm kidding. It's Paw Patrol. No, it's yeah, I just, I just finished that one today. It. If you it's a little buggy it. and go if you miss it. something, you have to play the level again. And yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. there were some frustrating bits in it. I'll, t- I'll say that for sure. I don't know this. for your kids, right? Your kids your, played it. Please yeah, tell I don't me. know no, this. We one. did play it together. Played. We did. We sure did. But I will say, mm, if it's anything like I, I played Paw Patrol on a roll, like. That actually made me rage harder than so many games. Like, this is supposed to be a kid's game, but, like, some of that stuff is hard. I'm bad Six at video hours games, but, long. like, so, yeah. Yeah, you are, you are. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I know. No, it's not a secret. I'm bad at video games. So, yeah, Paw Patrol. Did, did you get a, play you got it? a gentle pups 920? <laughs> Move on. Yeah, well, there's, there, well, there's a few things that have been mentioned in the chat that I found mm-hmm. annoying as well. There's no tracking at all. So there's a Google Doc on the walkthrough. Oh, so no. if you want to do that, I never used the Google Doc. I just kind of kept track of what I was doing. But yeah, there's no tracking. And there's some stuff in the middle of the missions that are like on rails type stuff where you're in the, the Paw Patrol cars. And some of them can be like there's three lanes and you could be trying to collect the stuff on the left side, go through like one of those speed things and have to get all the way over the right side real fast. And it can be kind of frustrating because they they don't spawn fast enough for you to say, okay, I need to go from the left to the right. So you're kind of on the left side and all of a sudden they'll spawn on the right. You have to go all the way over and it sucks so bad. But that sounds exactly like the issues I had with the Paw Patrol game that I did. play. Yeah. I found, I don't know if that was, are, are you talking about the other one that was on game pass? No, um, on a roll, Paw Patrol on a roll. Because the other one on Game Pass wasn't that bad. My girl, my daughters like that one quite a bit. This one, they had fun with the mini games, but the missions, they didn't. Uh, L knows, L knows. I got like twenty of them, so. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Spelunky two, XO one, and Paw Patrol the movie, Adventure City Calls, leaving Game Pass. Get on them, boys. They're all named Chase. Someone, yeah, the uh, comments in the contest? Twitch are making it sound not good. Um, this is where Kushmoosh decides what he wants to read. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those sometimes times he yells, he yells at me sometimes. <laughs> I would never yell at you. Um, never. <laughs> so, yes, this is one of those times where I do read this part. This is the Game of oh, Time Challenge because we are in July. Check my watch. Yes, we are in July, which means that uh, it's time to announce the winners for June's Gamertag Challenge. 
Uh, we were trying to spell Ice Fire TN's gamer tag. Uh, the wild card game was any new achievement or previous completion in rare replay. I'm pretty sure this is right, and I do not have a cut and paste there. Uh, the <laughs> bonus is why not both? Earn pairs of achievements with the words ice and fire each. Two bonus draw per achievement pair. We had 15 participants. We had 108 letters. Uh, I, I think a lot of people didn't put in their scores, but that's fine. Uh, we had nine full gamer tags spelled. We had five wild cards used, and we had 62 bonuses. Uh, speaking of the bonuses, Northern Last shows up again with uh, five pairs. Uh, Chewy shows up with six pairs, and Ace blew it out of the water with 14 pairs. And a lot of those were on the last day. A lot of those were on the last day, so I don't know what what Ace was doing. Was he just like you know you know playing uh, you know playing uh, you know till the very end, playing possum as they say uh, to knock that out? I don't know. In any case, once we tallied up the votes and picked a person at random. Uh, our winner was Saucy Slingo with a full oh, gamer tag. God. I know, no. I know. <laughs> Saucy Slingo with a full gamer tag, uh, which is only worth 19 draws, and he uh, he he got it. Oh. All right, congrats, Saucy. Good job, Saucy. Uh, this month, uh, sorry, Fug. This month, the gamer tag <laughs> is Eruteric. That's creature spelled backwards. That is creature oh, spelled backwards. Card. And his wildcard game is any new achievement or previous completion in a Lord of the Rings game. Love it. Now, this is any game that has Lord of the Rings in the title or is about Lord of the Rings, so the Lego games count. Now, the middle, the awesome Middle Earth games uh, that Wild West, for some reason, hates uh, are also uh, valid. Uh, the bonus is I'll take some more Dunlops for 1,000, Alex. Uh, and that's earning achievements containing one or more reversogram. So, uh, you know... Eroteric is creature spelled backwards, so we're looking for things like um, tar and rat. That would be an example, T-A-R. One way is tar. The other way reversed is R-A-T. So you would want to get, uh, you'd be able to turn that in twice. Once for an achievement with the word tar in it, and then a second time with an achievement with the word rat in it. That would be valid. Uh, So go ahead, fill this out on the sheet. Uh, Let's see what you can do. I think people are going to be... Uh, putting in a lot. You can only use them once per, though. So tar, you can only use one time. Rat, you can only use one time. Words like level, uh, you can use one time because they are the first, you know, the same thing spelled forwards as backwards. There you go. That's it. Game Tag Challenge. I didn't yell at you. Did you know that race car backwards <laughs> the day is, is race young. car? Oh, boy. Patient drawing? You gonna yell at me for that one now? No, I'm not gonna yell at you. You go ahead and do it. That way, people won't think that all I right. did it. Oh, yeah, but these are all people I don't like. So you definitely, you definitely, uh, as rig uh, this. Someone is famous for saying randomness is clumpy. Uh, oh, all right. Well, there you go. the winner of the patron drawing is. Oh, that was that was weird. Freem Hole. Congratulations, Freem. <laughs> you can collect this in three months when you hear the episode. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. It is now time for Brad Camp. All right. So uh, you get to lead the way. I guess I will start us off. I, Mike, zero. 200 completed games. Luke, 17,000. Uh, not 17,000, but 200 completed games. Quantum Gray, 17, 200 completed games. 
Icy Thrasher, two hundred. Uh, oops, sorry, four hundred and fifty. Benel seventy-two, five hundred. Morbid two thirty-seven, five fifty. And High Road Vatu, five fifty. Bastion Reader six hundred. Sir Polygon six fifty. Eldritch SS seven fifty. Hey, Wild West 08, we know that guy. 1,000. Kitty Skies, 1050. Chewy on Ice, 1100. Alicia, Alicia, sorry, I'm so sorry. 1250. And Elroy, Old Man Jason, 1,350 completed games. Nice job, everybody. I should also mention that uh, we didn't read Gamertag, or I'm sorry, Gamertag. Of course we didn't. We didn't read Brag Camp last week, so this is a special two-week compilation uh, that we're reading. So if you hear your stuff and you're like, that was like last week. Well, yeah, it was. In streaks, <laughs> we have Razor with 50 days. Lord of Dookie 69 with 50 Ooh. days. Uh, let's just do nice. a couple more. We've got Ace, Gabby 900, and Fista Roboto all also with 50 days. Then in the 100 camp, we have Oz Buffanatic, Cerebral Assassin with 250, CJH Carter with 350, XNeo 21X with 700, Alicia with 800. If I murdered it, I'm sorry. Dynaman 87, 950. Eldritch SS, 1050. Fluttery Chicken with 1150. Sincere Seeker 6 with 1200. Prince It with 1250. And Elroy OMJ with 2150 as well. I also should say that celebrating their anniversaries, we have The Drunken Monkeys with two years. Morbid 237 with four years as well. And a special thing that I'm just reading now. Uh, X the Hero will earn a 200-day streak on Saturday and will be unplugging his Xbox to avoid carrying it over to 201. <laughs> not, not to derail, but if anyone remembers, um, I was going to kill it at 100 days, and then um, I literally clicked the wrong button in Tales of Symphonia. Like, no joke, I went to hit B, and I just was dumb and hit A, and that was a, a menu selection, and I unlocked an achievement. Thus carrying on day 100 into day 101 so now i'm doing 200 and it's done i'm not even touching my console i will unplug the damn thing from the wall my streak will die mm, 200 my God. Days. x no you are <laughs> dumb for doing the stupid thing just play your goddamn game no i hate play streaks. your game i just play want my page to look games, very nice dude. i just want it to look no. aesthetically pleasing it'll look nice when you play the games you wasted money on that'll look nice sir come on play your game dude <laughs> god just want to point out wait, I'm not question. the one you, yelling. <laughs> just want to just point to, that out. I do have a question. There you go. So wait, if you un if you disconnect from live and uh, get achievements, and then can you do that and then plug it in the next day, and then will it pop for that day, or will it remember when it was supposed to pop? I don't I know. You could do actually, that. but I play ninety nine percent of my gaming on my Series S in the office, which actually isn't my home console, so I wouldn't be able to play offline anyway. So I'm not going to find out. All right. Find hey, out gamer score. when it's 199. <laughs> KD Echo has 200,000 gamer score. Unstoppable KD has 300,000 gamer score. El Never has 400,000 gamer score. Saucy Slingo with 500,000 gamer score. Philip Wendell with 550,000 gamer score. Frame Hole with 550,000 gamer score. And Esther P. Tart with also 550,000 gamer score. Cerebral Assassin with 650,000 gamer score. Chris Bud 20 with 650,000 gamer score. Wazari DK with 750 
thousand gamer score. L Sock with seven hundred fifty thousand gamer score. Morbid two three seven with nine hundred fifty thousand gamer score. Matt two with nine hundred fifty thousand gamer score. Shadowless Edge with nine hundred fifty thousand gamer score. Dude with the face has reached one million gamer score. Congratulations. Nice. And Big L with one point one million gamer score. Congratulations, L. Congratulations, dude. All right, I got stories here. Stories. Well, yes, dude with the face face. messaged. Yeah, he uh, tagged me in Brad Camp. I gotta find out. I remember what it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, he planned out like all of these his last achievements, leading up to the million, and he hit the million with. Gear Club Unlimited 2 Ultimate Edition's achievement called My First Million. Oh, <laughs> That's nice. a pretty good one, actually. I like 30 it. gamer score. But, uh... He had missions complete in there. He had all kinds of stuff. So congratulations to Dude with the Face. And I did something that made me a little bit sad when it happened. So I hit 1.1, and it was the first 100,000 milestone I've ever had where I didn't even realize it was coming. So I just, I, you know, usually, you know, from 100,000 to 900,000 or to a million, I, you know, hit it right on the nose and took a picture and did all that. But this one just kind of came and went. Is that normal after you hit a million? Yeah. <laughs> to just it's not care. kind of nice, right? Yeah. I am sure 1.5 million will be more obvious. I was actually, I was just going to say, yeah, like I, I think I saw 1.1 and 1.2. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. But I just did 1.3 and I didn't even know it. So, yeah, 1.5 is, I guess that's kind of cool. I guess it's all nonsense, especially uh, going to a rant here, but I won't. Actually, for what it's worth, you're soft. I'm very sad with you. For what it's worth, I will say that um, I did 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. And that's probably the coolest one I did, actually. Like, lots of people get a million on the nose, but how many yeah, people get one, two, three, four, cool. five, six, seven? That's pretty cool. You should do that one. And then you can be as cool as me. I can assure you that I will not be doing that. You could be bald and unemployed. Come on. It's awesome. In leaderboards. <laughs> Just not going to go there, huh? <laughs> Ace is in the top 5,000 of the Tier Difference leaderboard. Alicia in the, uh, is second in the England Tier leaderboard for Party. Bastion Reader in top 10. Max possible completion percentage leaderboard for Xbox One. Shoot him up. Chewie on ice. Go ahead, X. <laughs> what? He's Scottish. Top 100 of the uh, English. No, English, hold on. I had to get into the zone. <laughs> Hello. He's oh, in the top ahead. 100 of the English True Achievement leaderboard. Okay, perfect. Uh, fluttery chicken. Not gonna read that. High road the two is now in the top one hundred of the TA difference leaderboard for skateboarding. Kushmoose and uh, top one thousand of the TA difference leaderboard, whatever that is. KT Echo is in the top ten of the Ohio TA ratio leaderboard. Mental Night Five, top fifty of the games played leaderboard. Northern Lass is now in the top one hundred of the England TA leaderboard. Prism Clue Scroll. Third, and wait, he's not really in Scotland. I think he's lying. <laughs> Saving the Rothschild. 
<laughs> top five of the games played leaderboard for strategy plus turn-based. Scaravesi in the top 100 of the USA. Achievements won leaderboard for management. Sir Polygon is number five, exactly. Xbox TA leaderboard for on-rails. Stega in position 21 in the West Virginia Gamer Scored leaderboard. And I don't know why that last one's yeah. in there, but I'm going to read it anyway. Urban <laughs> Spaceman shared the Xbox TA leaderboard for action adventure. Thank you, huh. Tarragon. Might have to change that. That was very, that was very impressive. I, I, I love it. I, perfect end to this crazy cast. What could go wrong? Wild West, did you get to say anything this week? I don't need to. That's... Good. Uh, uh, thank you for joining us X thank you for joining us both Anytime. on short notice and we had uh, some fun tonight sir fun and we're going to go right into ducky races if Kush can figure it out oh yeah but you know it, it he's got it he's got it Behold, it wouldn't <laughs> be the end I'm... of a podcast without a uh, top three kinds of panda number three red panda number two trash panda number one regular panda of course and now you say we vehicular can, panda vehicular now we panda. can move into ducky hey, that is what he said oh my gosh old pandas are trash anyway <laughs> the, the raccoon we can are. move on now Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, if you're listening on the audio podcast, you need to check out one of these live podcasts. Yes. Every month we give away, we give away monies. And if we have rich people on the show, they give away games. This is awesome. This is great having Fantastic. rich people on the show. I know. I'm going to trade Guilt-free. $1 for $7 <laughs> with this rich person. <laughs> this is very rich. He's using Bing Rewards money. <laughs> no, that's Mike Pitts. You got it backwards. <laughs> yeah, you oh. got me confused with Mike. <laughs> Although no. I do use it, but not no, that I'm... much. <laughs> now I'm craving Taco Bell. All right. Thank you for joining us, and class is dismissed. See ya. Bye. Bye. Hello again, AH101. This is Neo21, and it is time for the June Year of the Vayner Summary. So for those of you who are here in the States, I hope you all celebrated the 4th of July in style and safely and didn't get hurt. And it was also my birthday, so I had a lot of fun. And I came to find out that it was also Jay Hunz's birthday on July 4th. So, wish him a belated birthday if you haven't already. So, uh, first off for July, the Vayner of the Month is Ender Lilies, which I've been playing. And I'm almost at the end. And I've, uh, I'm not big on Souls-like games, but I've come to really enjoy it once I kind of got the hang of it. I'm surprised at how low the ratio is for how... It is a decently difficult game. I have died a lot. It's only like a 1.6 ratio. Um, And I would say it's a bit longer than the time estimate of 15 to 20 hours. Um, But maybe everyone who's played it is like a Souls-like 
uh, fanatic, and that's why they were able to burn through it quickly and easily. Anyways, the June Vayner of the Month was Gato Roboto, which was picked by I Make Poop 24-7, <laughs> and it has zero completions in the month of June. <laughs> the most completed game for June was Last Case of Benedict Fox, with three completions, and June was the quietest month we've had so far, with only 11 total completions between all participants. Iron Fist, Koosh Moose, and Night Wolf led the month of June with two completions each, so three-way tie. We had some notable shout-outs. Alex R.D. was the first to complete Grime again after the latest DLC came out. Jay Huns hit number one in Global Vayner True Achievements Difference. A couple games that have been in limbo finally got the Vayner genre tag that is after image and cosmo bit due to after image getting the Vayner tag this month jay huns completed it last month in the uh, month of may when it was not a Vayner. Um, if it had been a Vayner, a Vayner in the month of may that would have placed him in third for may in TA earned, second for gamer score earned in May, and second for achievements earned in May. Uh, and this is just happened today, I think it was. So this is July, but uh, I've noticed it before I recorded this. I make poop became the second person globally to complete Eterna, Eterna Noctis. And that game has got some crazy difficult achievements. So shout out to him for getting that super awesome completion uh we had a couple vayner's release uh vision soft reset which i think is 10 bucks normally it's on a launch sale right now i think for eight dollars and scatford usurper i don't know anything about either of those games uh, but they just released as well as fist uh, which is an acronym for forged in shadow torch i believe it is which was also a Game Pass Day 1 launch. Uh, if you are listening to this before Monday the 10th, Eight Doors, which came out just in April, is on sale like 80% off for $4. I picked it up the other day uh, to add it to my backlog. All right, so on to the stats. In first place for TA Earned in the month of June, we have I Make Poop 24-7 with 6,625 TA due to all of his progress in Eterna Noctis. In second place was Scar of Ace with 3,520 TA. And in third was Redemption Denied with 3,215 TA. For Gamer Score, Redemption Denied was in first with 2,000. In second was Nightwolf with 1,790. In third was I Make Poop 24-7 with 1,065. And only five gamer score behind that was Alex RD with 1,060. And for achievements earned, we had a tie for first place between I Make Poop 24-7 and Redemption Denied with 44 achievements. Second was Nightwolf with 41. Third was BenL72 with 38. And just behind that... Um, we had Alex RD with 36, and behind that in fifth was Jay Huns with 35. So, very tight spread of achievements earned in May. 
So that about does it for June, but I do want to put in a quick little shameless plug. I did just start my YouTube channel, Nerdy Neo, which you can find uh, linked in my Discord profile, where I ha started a gaming podcast and kind of similar to this one, but I do it live every other Saturday on... Yeah, on YouTube at 11.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, uh, sorry, 11.30 a.m. in the morning Pacific time. Uh, and I've done a couple gaming uh, chat discussion streams where I plan to do a bunch more of those with when I can find other people who like some of the same games that I've done. So uh, if you are interested in that, I'd really appreciate it if you come check it out and subscribe. And uh, follow me on my nerdy Neo Twitter as well for fun gaming discussions. And you can give me answers to the questions that I we're going to be talking about in my gaming podcast. So, appreciate hanging out with you guys. As always, you guys are awesome. And I will catch you in August with the July wrap-up. Talk to you then.